Bring home the bacon, baby. Bring home that bacon. Oh, jeepers. What a day. It, you know, it went straight from winter to summer. It went straight from wearing long underwear to wearing shorts and being too hot in shorts. That is exactly what happened. And it's okay. I guess I, uh, I don't mind, you know? It's, uh, it's kind of uh, therapeutic to actually have warm weather. I'm really excited. Last night when I got home, you know, I wear, I wear shoes and socks at work, you know? Uh, in beer delivery, you know, you are, you don't have to have steel toes. We don't have much of a dress code, really, at, at our company. And, uh, you know, we got our beer delivery shorts, which is, you know, your kind of uniform shorts or whatever, kind of like the UPS guy wears, but a different color. The six pocket, whatever, whatever shorts. And, uh, you know, we drive beer wagons full of beer all day. And the shoes that we have, you know, we wear a t-shirt that says the company name on it. And, and uh, uh, we wear, you can wear tennis shoes or, or you can wear, uh, you know, work boots or whatever, or socks that show or socks that don't show, or you don't have to wear freaking socks at all. And, uh, you know, if you feel like it, you can wear one of the hats that the company provides you, and, and that's what you wear. And we're in and out of coolers all day, so it's always a good idea to have a coat with you. You know, we, in, in our line of business, we put all the beer away. And, you know, there's something to be said about beer and the beer wagon and beer delivery. You know, I mean, a lot of people show a lot of respect, especially in the central part of this country, especially in Minnesota, uh, which many call the land of drunks, because uh, we sell a fuck ton of beer, and a lot of people around here drink it. You know, it's real heavy, authentically German atmosphere. A lot of German people live around here. And they drink a lot of beer, you know, especially. So, uh, you know, beer has been helping ugly people get laid ever since it was invented. And, uh, you know, if you're just not feeling like your best self that day, drink a few beers and you might get laid. Or hope that somebody else was drinking beer and then you might get laid. So, it's a great thing. Everybody needs loving. Right? And uh, beer is to blame sometimes. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast, everybody. I'm sure glad you're here. Man, last night, you know, it was a great night. Got home. First thing I did was take my shoes and socks off, and I threw on a pair of Crocs and walked around the farmyard. I mean, like 77 degrees or something like that it was when I got home last night from work, and it was great in a t-shirt, you know, sunglasses on, ball cap on, uh, helped my wife milk the cow, went over to a buddy's place, hammered down a beer, um, you know, just getting stuff done, man, you know, the mind, the body, the spirit was really feeling good last night, getting a lot done, my wife got an awful lot done on her basement remodel, you know, some of the finishing touches, place looks great so happy right now and she was 
just like huge sigh of relief and she just couldn't explain it enough. She was just really happy that a lot of stuff was getting done and, and so was I. But you know, last night on the way to my buddy's place, my daughter kind of opened up to me and it was an amazing conversation. Um, she goes, yeah, dad. And I'm like, yeah. I know what I want when I'm able to drive. And you know, when you're a dad figure, for whatever reason, vehicles and your child are a very interesting subject, you know, because every dad has that little bit of a uh, kind of a motorhead in them. And uh, so I said, oh yeah, honey, what, what do you want to drive? And she goes, well, I want a pickup truck. I want a jacked up, piped out, picked up pickup truck with uh, woolly booger tires on it when I turned 16. Now, when you're me and you grow up in the country and you're a father figure and your daughter at 11 years old says that she wants a jacked up, piped out white pickup truck with woolly booger tires on it, you know, that is one of the most successful mirror, one of the most successful moments of country, homesteader, farm boy, parenthood that I have ever, ever felt in the deepest roots of my heart whatsoever. Now, if any of you young teenage males are listening to this program, I will, however, say that I, I do have myself extremely well-armed. I have an itchy trigger finger, and I have a few screws loose. So, uh, and no, my daughter is not available to you. Uh, just keep that noted. But anyway, I was really feeling good about myself that very, very moment. And I'm like, you know, I, I, I really succeeded at this parenting thing all of a sudden. I, I mean, I always feel like an epic failure as a parent, but when she said that, like the most pleased feeling on earth came over me and it was awesome. So anyway, those of you in the uh, homesteading world, uh, gosh, I really hope we can deliver on this too. You know, the jacked up, piped out truck with woolly bugger tires on it and uh, she wants a white one, which, uh, you know what? Like 50% of the pickups on earth are white. So I don't see how we can't find that. Gosh, I hope we find like an old one, like a, you know, like a, God dang it, I don't know. I mean, I'm a Toyota guy myself, but I'm open to anything. And you know, there's just, there's something about an older Chevrolet with a Vortec engine in it and the pipe and the pipes that are in it. You know what I mean? Like 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 when it's straight piped. And it's got an automatic transmission. I mean, gosh, I love the sound of that. Even though it pisses me off to no end when they do it at three in the morning past our place. It I love the sound of that. Like when Johnny Redneck pulls up to the stop sign right next to our place and takes off from that stop sign. It's just got the awesomest sound. It's just like kind of that 
<laughs> That's when it tramps on it, you know. Anyway, yeah. If my kid, you know, kind of has that experience in life, I mean, that is solid gold. But anyway, I suppose it's time to get to our subject matter, huh? With an eight-minute introduction, I suppose it's time to get into our subject matter. And the subject matter today is, is a real simple one. A short speech about cooney-cooney uh, pigs. We have some pork in our life, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I don't know if you knew this or not, but our family is currently raising cooney-cooney pigs. We have two females right now, and we've got a male on the way. The females, their names are Penelope and Petunia. Uh, you could say that in reverse, too. Petunia, Petunia and Penelope. And the male that is on his way, he was just born a few weeks ago. His name is Brutus. Brute for short. He's already got a beard. Straight out of the womb, he had a beard. And he's black, and he's awesome. He's got socks. Uh, Petunia is uh, a straight black Cooney Cooney, and she has jowls that are thicker than meatloaf. She's also a very, uh, a very outspoken piece of pork. She's got, uh, she'll, she'll squeal. She lets you know how she's feeling about everything, you know? And uh, she really likes milk, and she is way overweight, which we think is perfect. I mean, she, it's like a five-gallon pail with a tail, and, it is, and we just love it. We absolutely love it. Um, and then we got uh, Penelope, who is kind of tan, white, black, kind of almost like a calico kind of color, but more tan than anything, with black spots. And uh, the black spots are on her face. They're everywhere, you know. And, and uh, Nellie is, is getting more outspoken as she goes, but she's not a squealer. She's an oinker. So you'll go, hey, Nellie, how you doing? Oink. You know, just kind of that personality. And they're both escape artists. They're very nice. We love them. And, they, you know, they're, they're just fun to have around. Fun pigs. Now, these two are going to be mothers to our future pork. Okay, and Brutus is going to be the father to our future pork. So we're going to raise our own pork off of these pigs. And then uh, the father and the mothers, they have diplomatic immunity. They will never be butchered by us. Okay, they're pets. Okay. So Brutus is going to be my wife's pig. Uh, Petunia, who is the first Cooney Cooney we ever got, she is our daughter's pig. And Nellie, or Penelope, is uh, my pig. And they, uh, they are all, they hang out with the dogs, they hang out in the yard, they hang out in the chickens, they hang out in their stall. They really like the cows, they're very personable, people like them, they lay down, they like to be scratched. Uh, very, very, extremely, extremely personable pigs. Now, Cooney Coonies, you know, people have their bitches about them and gripes, and people have their praises about them. But the meat is different than what you are used to uh, getting out of the store or uh, other pork. 
Uh, the Cooney Cooney is a heritage breed. It takes longer to grow out. It's not, it, and, it, and they don't get giant like, uh, you know, these, these other hogs. Um, I don't know a whole lot about other hog breeds, but I do know about our Cooney Coonies, and they don't grow that fast, and they don't grow that big, which is perfect for us. Um, you know, I mean, we like pork, and we like a lot of fat in it, so uh, it's sausage o'clock when, when, when we start butchering our own Cooney Coonies. So we're happy about that, and um, well, let's be honest. You know, I mean, I don't want fast-growing pigs. Uh, we've found that in our family, we don't like genetically, uh, genetic freaks, really. So we don't like uh, the Cornish cross when it comes to chickens. It's just, it wasn't really a matchup for us. Uh, we like something that's a little bit more flighty and free-rangy. Uh, Freedom Ranger seems to be a little bit better for us. Uh, I do, however, think that we could even improve upon that in the chicken world of butchering. But we haven't gotten there yet. Um, these Cooney Coonies, though, um, you know, there's many different color variations of the Cooney Cooney. Uh, they have a really short nose, is the first thing that you'll notice on a Cooney Cooney. So most pigs that have a really long nose and they're known for uprooting stuff and really pissing you off when they get out of your fence and they're in your yard uprooting your yard, uh, they make great tillers, but uh, Cooney Coonies don't do that. Cooney Coonies, um, they, they forage, and they don't uproot the ground. So, you know, if you have like a vineyard or something, or an orchard, they are really good to have in there. They'll keep everything trimmed down, but in the next respect, they won't uproot it. And they won't, they won't ruin the hell out of the orchard or the vineyard. So it's kind of a neat thing that, that they, do, they can do that for you. Um, they're very, very, very docile and personable. I mean, I wouldn't say docile necessarily, but personable. I mean, they, they bully each other around. They're pigs, you know? That's what pigs do. Uh, and they're really excited to eat. And uh, their favorite thing in their diet right now is the milk from our cows. Uh, we do let them eat uh, scraps out of the chicken pail. Um, you know, the stuff we save for chickens in the fridge. You know, all our kind of uh, compostable garbage stuff. Uh, they enjoy that quite a bit. So they're, they're eating that right now. Uh, they're getting milk. We do have pig feed. Very minimal on the pig feed. I mean, they just got so much other stuff to eat. And they're eating salad all day when they're eating grass. They eat hay. They eat everything. They're, they're pigs. They eat everything. Um, they'll probably even eat a McDonald's paper bag if you threw a paper bag of McDonald's in there. And I'm sure they'd be just fine. Um, they are, I mean, you gotta kinda watch them, though. I mean, if you let them get too huge, they can't see out of their eyes. Because they have all that cute fat in their face. Big old fat. So, um, that's just something you gotta watch. Um, vaccinations, you know, I mean, we don't, we don't do that. I mean, I guess we're not giving them any antibiotics. We're not giving them any vaccinations. Um, they're out digging in the dirt, getting all their stuff. Um, you know, they're not in a confinement. They're uh, actually pets. They actually come home when called, which is amazing. Um, and we really like that. So, I mean, you know, these Cooney Cooney pigs, I mean, they are right up our alley. They are not cheap, however. Um, if you get registered ones, they can be extremely expensive. If you get unregistered ones like we have, 
Um, they're still expensive, but they're just, you know, hey, what can I say? That's what we wanted. And um, price is only an issue in the absence of value. And I seem to think that we get tons of value out of having these kunikunis at our place, on our farm, and in our life. Uh, they're an amazing addition to the, to the uh, homestead. And you know, I mean, once they start popping out little ones, uh, yeah, I know we paid an awful lot for them, but they'll end up paying for themselves uh, when we get rid of, you know, whatever we don't feel like butchering, you know? So that's something to keep in mind and, uh, you know, I mean, whatever. You know, I mean, we're just, we're just happy to have them and, you know, we're feeling good about them. So um, that's something that we've got in our life. It's a real neat pig breed. Uh, you can do any kind of pig breed that you want. Um, if you were looking for a pet, this would be a very good pet pig breed. Uh, if you were looking for butchering, it's good for that too. They have a lot more fat on them than others and the meat is more marbled from what I hear. I personally have not butchered any of these yet. So stay tuned on that. When I do do it, it'll be quite some time before I do it because right now we're, we're raising these guys. Um, but, uh, you know, I'll let you know when I do it. If I still seem to be podcasting in those days, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't plan on quitting podcasting anytime soon. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, life happens and uh, people quit podcasting. There's thousands and thousands of podcasts out there that people are doing that um, only made a couple episodes. And they, they thought they would have thousands of listeners in the first week and they don't get shit and they wonder why they don't have listeners. Uh, as the great Sam Crowley motivational speaker dude says, if you do something every day for 365 days, you will have results. Now, that being said, you know, if you need to lose a few pounds, go walking every day for 365 days. And don't tell me you're not getting results. You already know you're going to get results if you do that, right? And that's the way this podcast was treated when it very first started. I just started doing these off-the-hook podcasts. No problem. Um, just, I don't rehearse or anything. I pick a subject matter in my head, and I talk about that. We talk about motivation, inspiration, marriage, trials, tribulations, uh, you know, just not conforming to a regular podcast format. And I have no idea why you guys love listening to this dumb guy talking into his earbuds while driving a beer truck. But you do. And I'm very thankful for it. And we have thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads. Many, 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 many listeners. And you guys are the reason that I keep doing this. And my podcast listenership just keeps going up, 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 you know? So if you're going to do some podcasting and you want to do this and you're homesteading or if you just want the information, it doesn't matter how you do it, just do a little bit every day. Even if you do three-minute episodes, there's some of the biggest, most largely listened to podcasts are three to five-minute episodes because everybody has time for that. When even if you're driving the three miles to work, you have time for a five-minute episode, you know? And that's what we're here for. And that's, you know, we're here to help each other. 
So those are, those of you, any of you who want to connect with me, ladies and gentlemen, are uh, my my. Uh, I can't talk today. Sorry. Uh, my email is Ziggy underscore five one nine at yahoo.com I check my spam folder about once a month, so it might be a while before I get to you. And for some reason, a lot of people get sent to spam on my email, and I have no idea why. But uh, thank you for listening today, and God bless you. Uh, hang in there on the homesteading, and you know, go on the internet and research Cooney Cooney Pigs. K-U-N-E-K-U-N-E. I think they're out of Asia somewhere originally. But we have them and we love them. So, something to think about in your pork life. So, uh, I suppose, better get going. Got a beer wagon behind me and I got beer to deliver today. So, anyway, have a good one.